Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Hey, Dave. Hey, Tom. What are you reading? Oh, I'm reading martial law. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Holy smokes, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Tom and Dave Read Martial Law. This yes. is a, uh, a, a mini-series brought yes. to you by our Patreon Mind Freak 555. So I assume it's uh, Chris Angel? Chris Angel? It's probably Chris Angel. Giving, yeah, probably. giving us the beginning of a fake phone number, so that seems yeah. like something Chris Angel would do. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Mind Freak. Um, yeah. 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 This is um, Martial Law is a, is a comic book by um, Pat Mills and Kevin O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much so far. I've only re- I've only read a little of it because we're we're doing this in five parts, and we're doing what I assume to be the entire Martial Law. Yeah, comic there's book there's series. been yeah uh, there's been a handful of of mini series, uh, and we're beginning with the first six issue limited series. Uh, yeah, they're the collected editions. Mm-hmm. There's Fear and Loathing, Blood, Sweat and Fears, Fear Asylum, Origins, the Deluxe Edition. I don't know what. Uh, I, I, I just, I just read, we were just reading what we're going to re- do in parts. Right. So this episode we're doing, uh, fear and loathing in two parts. Uh, martial law takes Manhattan and kingdom of the blind is going to be episode three. The hateful dead and super Babylon is episode four. Secret tribunal is episode five, five part series yeah. about a comic book that I don't know if any of you read. It's pretty obscure. I had never heard of it. Um, yeah, which is, is which is interesting. It's a it's a British comic. Um, it uh, Pat Mills. If you're a big if you're a big comic head, uh, you might recognize his name uh, as one of the architects of 2000 AD uh, and specifically Judge Dredd. Oh, um, which that checks out. Checks out because this character's kind of it's he's a the, real Judge Dredd. He's a real Judge Dredd. He's he's a little he's like a mix between Judge Dredd and the comedian from Watchmen. This is a very yeah. If you've not heard of it, the basic premise of martial law is it's a lot like a lot of dystopian superhero comics that were being made in the 80s. So like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, obviously Watchmen, uh Judge Dredd they're dystopian deconstruction superhero comics and martial law is cut from that same cloth it's in this apocalyptic future it's got it's got uh, uh elements of the, the like the boys if you've watched the boys or read the boys uh yeah. you'll find a lot of similarities here it's a future society where superheroes are common and they're also public heroes they influence public policy and government policy uh but 
there is a method that allows everybody to be to have superpowers basically and they use superpowered people uh in a war uh, like a vague war against socialism in uh, south america and central america and all those people come back from that war all those superheroes come back from that war with like super ptsd yeah uh, uh and they're just kind of like it's it's very much kind of like talking about the disenfranchisement of soldiers after vietnam but like what if they were all superheroes yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they were all given this this doctor like fucked them all up and son of a, like like the doctor didn't care about who he gave this stuff to, so there's a lot of people with mental health issues and yeah. superpowers yeah. uh that they deal with. Some of them a lot of them are victims. Yes. Uh, yeah. A yeah. lot of them are a lot of them are. They're it's- not they're not like they're not just like villains on the street. A lot of them are like very nice people uh who are being victimized. Mhm. Because basically, superheroes in this world is just bad. It's it's nobody wants them. It seems yeah, there's, like there's there's so many that they the the people that came home from the war are called serps, surplus heroes. Yeah. Uh, so there there's basically there's no place for them. They there there's a very Reagan thing where like they shut down a hospital where they, they, there was like right. a law that got passed where like serps can't be treated in state hospitals. So a lot of them are just homeless now. So it's it's the homelessness. Uh, uh, of uh, the mental health crisis of the 80s uh, with superpowers thrown into that mix. And mm-hmm. so this this martial law character is a uh, cop, basically. He's a vigilante. He's a, he's, no, he's not a vigilante. But he's commissioned by the cops. Yeah. They explain that the cops yeah. basically... There's a chapter near the end of what we read. We read um, the first three... Issues. The first three issues one. of the original six-issue um, limited series that was pumped, yeah. that was launched in uh, 1987. There's a chapter at the end where the the, the cop commissioner uh, basically says, "Like, yeah, we we didn't want to have cops in this area, so it was easier to just have like this maniac, uh, yeah, to like beat them all up." Yeah, but he's 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 specific. Like he's not a vigilante. He's he's working for the government. Like he's a he is a policeman essentially. Yeah. Uh, he he has like a he has like a couple of cop buddies. He's got his he's got his guy in the van. This guy named Danny who's uh uh paralyzed. Uh, his like his tech guy, and then he has right. this giant dude named Kiliton, who's Kiliton. Like his, his partner or something. Uh, yeah, he's like he's just there. He's, he's like, just there. He doesn't really do anything. He just kind of makes some funny jokes, and he's wearing he's wearing a muzzle to lose weight. Yep, and he looks like his name is Kiliton. Yeah, he's gigantic. the The comic is drawn by Kevin O'Neill, who is an artist that I'm not familiar with. So you'll forgive me, uh, comic heads. Um, mm-hmm. Just looking at his Wikipedia real quick, he's drawn the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, oh. um, among other things, of course. Uh, Tom, did you know there's a um, a 1996 movie called Martial Law, starring Jimmy Smits? Um, and the reason I bring it up is I want to tell you the plot. Uh, and this, like, it, I don't think it's related to this comic. However, the plot is in the hills not far from Los Angeles, a new, fresh, secure housing area has been built by former U.S. Marshal Jack Coleman and a friend. An escaped convict, Cougar, and a band of ten psychopaths invade this safe area after a violent earthquake. 
With the aid of a pizza delivery boy, he must defend his family from and his friend's wife, wife Lily, and declares martial law. That is oddly similar. Yeah. No, we got to watch that movie. Yeah, it's not the same movie. <laughs> no. But if I had made the, the, the... There's no superheroes in that. But it's about thugs invading an area after an earthquake yeah yeah this takes place in in san francisco where a massive massive earthquake has uh, literally cracked the city into so like the slums are like toppled skyscrapers that are piled on top of each other and like a beached aircraft carrier and shit like that yeah yeah um, it's so, a, yeah, it's, that- it's 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 the the art style is really like of its time it's very um it's very similar to like Judge Dredd and uh, um, Frank Square. Miller's like Dark Knight Returns stuff. It's like really harsh. Jaws, and, uh, you can cut your fucking hand on. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's ju- like giant chess on yeah. both men and women mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yeah, small waist, big old bulging muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the architecture is, is it's a little like Eon Fluxy. It's very noir. Um, uh, yeah, I, I actually like the style. Uh, yeah, I like, I like it. it I like it too. I was just trying to des- describe it as best I could. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very, it's a very harsh, uh, ugly style, but like you know, purposefully, like intentionally ugly. Um, yeah, it's, it's meant to be very. I mean, you, you you're probably have a pretty good picture of what this book looks like if Mm -hmm. you've never looked at it before uh so yeah that's like the the world that martial law takes in takes place in yeah earthquake superheroes the the cool the the uh, the yeah everybody everybody's favorite one uh public spirit went to space it sure seems like he caused the earthquake but i don't know um because he goes to space and he's like dealing, they say something in it about the earthquake being like caused by something that would have been in space, mm-hmm. like a gravity thing. So my, that's my theory. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see as yeah. it unfolds. Um, there's it's, <laughs> it's, it's very post the boys, I would say. Like it's, it's the boys in like 10 years, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Where the superheroes um, have completely taken over. It's also, I forgot to mention, this is a really important point. It's a very Judeo-Christian dictatorship. Yes. Um, uh, it's all extremely Christian. Um, all of the superheroes have these very, uh, like, public spirit is, like, he's, he's. I think he literally wears crucifixes. There's a hero called yeah. Stigmata who just looks like Christ on the cross. Like, the laws are built around christian morality and shit like that it's a fucking Absolutely. nightmare <laughs> like it's a real yeah, nightmare it's a real nightmare they also the, the they do the, the the powers are grotesque in general yes because it's genetic engineering so it's stuff like blocking pain receptors and like and like nothing really the, the superheroes don't look good but for the most part some of them do yeah most of them look very unhealthy like it's yeah the, the, the source of everybody's powers is genetic engineering and tampering and, and eugenics uh the 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 doctor is very explicitly german um, yes 
Uh, and he, the yeah, whole not the not thing. the Jurgen fun type of Jer- German. No, like no, the, other the sad, not the Kraftwerk. He's not kind of German. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not baking cakes. <laughs> no, he's he's, uh, he's the Nazi kind of. Ger- <laughs> he's the Nazi kind of German. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, the whole superhero craze got started because he he like figured out some algorithm that like predicted the next million years of of mm-hmm. genetic advancements uh, and just kind of condensed that into a very small window. Uh, right. And made superhumans. Right. So, should we get into the actual plot? Yeah, do it. So, we're, again, we're only doing the first three. Tom, you read all of them. And honestly, I kind of wish I had. Uh, should I? I, I want to know something. Mm-hmm. I haven't read a comic book in a while. Yeah. Um, not for any reason. And I forgot how much I enjoy it. Um, like, I, my judgment on this is going to probably be... Um, I'm probably going to be nicer to this comic just because I haven't read a comic in a while. Sure. And I was like, ooh, it's like a movie that you can pause. Like, well, you can pause movies, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Where it was like a movie that I can enjoy at any speed. Uh, and so I, I just forgot how much of a pleasure that was. Um, so I, I read the first three. I'll probably honestly read the next three before we even need to record the next episode. I just want to finish it. Um, so it's... Uh, the first three are um, squarely around one plot line, which is uh, the Sleep Man, which is a uh, uh, a rapist and murderer mm-hmm. who has superpowers and like claws. He's got and these he is, gnarly claws, and he wears that bag on his head. And he wears a bag, and he talks. He's a real fucking edge lord. Uh, uh, in fairness, every single character is an edge lord in this. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. I I actually really like this character's characterization, um, the sleep well, man. Well, yeah, because you you see you see the, this comic is told in a really interesting way. It it's told there's a couple Multiple of main characters, yeah, yeah, and it's it's told for a lot from their like internal monologues from their thoughts, yeah. Uh, and sleep man is very. He has a he has he's he has a specific pathology where he keeps calling himself bacteria and it's like yeah. he he wants to be He's he an be- edge lord. He believes he is trash and he wants to be destroyed. Yes. Um and he has honed on uh on to another superhero, uh Celeste. Yes. Uh and she is the I believe girlfriend of the main public spirit. Yeah. Public spirit is basically imagine um Fucking, he's uh, Homelander. He's super Homelander. Thank you. I couldn't think of the he's name. He's Homelander, except except way more overtly Christian. Yes, but also so far not sinister. Um, I mean, obviously he's sinister, but you know what I mean. Where Homelander, it's like first few episodes, you're like fuck, <laughs> like yeah. Um, we're not seeing it from that perspective yet. Mm-hmm. is more of it yeah, where it's so like it's, you look at this guy and you're like there's something wrong with yeah, this guy yeah you just you don't trust him uh so yeah. i think that's so that's so it's it's more fair to say he's christian superman yeah 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 and it's like yeah we're we're something's so you, up you just don't um, try, like the, the main character hates him and think martial law hates public martial law and really believes he's up to something or joe gilmore is yeah. his um so yeah so basically there's um uh celeste is this this uh this uh what's his name fucking sleep sleepy sleep time man tea. sleep man sleep, sleep man. time tea sleepy time tea sleep man is 
killing women exclusively dressed as Celeste. Yeah. Um, like cosplaying and whatnot. Cosplaying uh, and sex workers. Anyone who happens to be dressed as Celeste, he is killing them. Yeah. And, Mar- and so real, he is real the biggest concern. For this guy. Yes. Um, he is. So he is a real concern of the city. And that is who martial law has basically been tasked with finding. Yeah, he's like, like they're he the poli- most he, concerned about that. He polices superheroes, so usually it's gang warfare. There's a bunch of warring gangs of of, of superheroes yeah. in in the in the shitty part of the city. All right, there's uh, that guy suicide Hernandez. Oh yeah, Hitler yeah. Hernandez. Yeah, fucking Hitler Hernandez. That panel of him kicking a child was uh, when he just very po- yeah, he asks where are you from, and the kid says Santa Monica. So he aims towards Santa Monica and just kicks Kick the kid him. into the horizon. Yeah, the idea of those gangs like Hitler Hernandez very much lives up to his namesake. He's killing anybody who isn't super powered, basically. Yeah, right. There's one um, of, one of the other guys is Judas S. Cariot, and his whole yeah. thing is he just rolls on people. Yes, that was very <laughs> funny. It just routinely rolls on people that everybody expects it. Yeah, uh, that, that is, is great. his power. Is he just rolls on people? Yeah. Um, it's funny. This comic. Did you get the impression like it didn't actually start rolling for me until chapter or the book first? Two? The first issue is all world building. It does. Yes, a, it does a lot of world building. So, like at first, I was kind of like, I don't know about this. Right. I was confused. I I was losing interest. It's a little confusing um, at, at first. Yeah. And honestly, I also think the book too introduces the world just fine. Like the it introduces all the same elements. There's just like a there's little... a thing. There's a this 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 book. Uh, this chunk that we're reading, Fear and Loathing, uh, was originally a six issue limited series and. Uh, having read all six issues, this series does a really good job of world building. Because what it does is it, it does a big exposition dump in issue one, and then from issue two thereafter, it keeps it makes sure to keep referencing the world building it did earlier. Uh, yes, so, so it, it's kind of like it, it's like um, it's, it, it is really it's like like. Th- like textbooks yeah, I was, learn I was, from this of how, exactly, to, how to study exact i was about to say it's like studying for an exam but it doesn't but in a good way like it, it it's like yeah. oh okay like that you it, it does a really good job of world building because it it dumps it all at once and then kind of expands on it as the issues move on uh making sure to keep pinging the stuff that you already know so you're like oh yeah, yeah that's right i remember that and like applying it applying yeah. it into the plot in yep. ways that's like oh i see now yeah um because yeah, I after the first chapter I was a little confused, and then by the second I was like, okay, I know. Exactly yeah, I got everything. What yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was really that was really cool. It's yeah, well done. It's, it's, it's a it's a tall task. Uh, throwing people into like I think it took us I don't know fifteen minutes to explain the world of this comic. So yeah, it's it's a tall task, but it it pulls it off. It pulls it off pretty decently. It, that was yeah. It's. It's very good with that. Um, it's drawn in a way where there's a lot going on on the page, too. Yes. So there's this first, like, yeah, the first book I really felt overwhelmed by. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, once it starts just following the plot, which is, again, is um, Joe Gilmore, Marshall Law. He, um, the fucking he's, honkiest he's like, looking honky, can we just say? Oh, yeah. When, he is when you such finally, a honky. When you finally see his like alter ego, because you don't see him out of his costume, I think, until the end of the first of the second issue. 
but right. he's just the blandest, most boring-looking white dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, ah, 1987! It's perfect. It all, I mean, fucking... I mean, he looks like he'd be, be like, yeah, he looks like the kind of guy that you don't suspect. And then at night he wears an S&M leather suit, right? He uh, looks like the type of dude who would be a secret leather fascist. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, he's mild mannered Joe Gilmore by day, uh, martial law at night, beating up these gangs, uh, aided by Danny and, and, and Kiloton in his sewer below the city. Mm. Um, yeah, all their police very, stations very, are hidden. They're secret police stations. Yeah, it's wink, very it's, wink. it's 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 Batman. It's very Batman. It's Batman. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, in the first, I think the the second, well, it's a uh, book is the um. So we we introduce the the public spirit, who is basically like, you know, this is this is he's like, I would say he's more like Daredevil to public like daredevil to superman even though i know those are different worlds in terms of he's that low level yeah, i guess power he's batman sets, yeah he's yeah well, i guess yeah. he's batman to superman um so public spirit everybody loves there's this convention that's like a superhero convention it's a regular um, place yeah they just there's this place called the hero drome where yeah. it's just it's like a mall slash amusement park where people can go to just like celebrate heroes and the idea of heroes it's very the boys yeah, and like they they recruit people for the genetic engineering. Like they're still doing that shit. Yeah, they like, still really? are. Of course they are. Um, and so, I what we're getting at is that Marshall Law suspects that the Sleep Man is actually Public Spirit on the side. Yeah. Because Public Spirit before did we talk about him going to space? Basically, he went to space for two years. On and it's this well, was written in. He went to space for two years. It's interstellar. He goes. He goes yeah, on a mission years, to the stars. Two years, but not two years. His time. Twenty-five right? years in Earth time. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Two years. His time. Twenty-five, and that's when the earthquake happened. Mm-hmm. I, I like that premise. That basically the world's guardians went away, mm-hmm. and everything went to shit, and now they're back. Yeah. Um, his girlfriend at the time died at sea, but it feels it's she was super powered, and it's like, why the fuck would she die at sea? Uh, so it just seems suspicious. Yeah. Um, and and um, what Marshall Law suspects is that she was pregnant uh, and that he killed her because he wanted to go to space. And that would have prevented him from going to space. Yeah. Uh, a number of things. Yeah. It was specifically. Yeah. It would have. They had this rule where like nobody with who was married or had children could go on the space trip because they would be gone for a quarter century. And that's not right. cool. Um, so that's what martial law thinks. Uh, so like, yep. it's it's basically a murder mystery. They're trying to figure out who yeah. Sweet Man is. Martial law thinks it's public spirit. And um, because yeah, Celeste is his his current fiance, yeah, killing his, people, his current fiance, yeah. And there's there's um, there's a there's a bit about there where like because uh, like Sweet Man's also a rapist, I believe. Uh, he sure is. Also, because because it's the '80s, like fucking. I was going to say that that is probably my biggest critique is that's the most dated part. Where it's like we don't need this. There's a, yeah. Uh, once we once we get to the like, I guess let's finish up the plot real quick. But yeah, it's. Um. Yeah. So, well, we'll finish up. It's it's not great if that's what you're going to say. It's not a. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was getting the actual talking about like the yeah how we feel about the comedy. right right right. <laughs> Um, so, so, uh, but, yeah, I'll, what I was going to say, there's, there's an element of, of, of that in there because like superheroes are not 
sexually compatible with with regular human beings. You can't. Right. They cannot have sex with regular human beings. Right. Which I like that idea that the genetic engineering has like fucked them up too. Uh, so he um, he also so martial law Joe Gilmore. He he has a few friends. He has like a shop that he goes to as mm-hmm. martial law. Uh, and then he goes home and to his girlfriend, Lynn Evans, who um, they met because the earthquake destroyed the wall separating their apartment. Um, she hates superheroes. She doesn't even know he's martial law. She hates martial law. Um, she's like a college. She's like she, out she's, of college. She's um, in, she's she's in college. She's doing a thesis. Right. She's doing like her, her college project thesis on superheroes. Right, and so she, um, she's like an activist as well, uh, and so they go. To, he martial law goes to this comic convention thing, and he uses it to. Uh, there's a Q and A with um, public spirit, and I really liked this exchange. He uses the Q and A to start asking him if he is the if the he's sleep the murderer, attack. the sleep man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, that was a fun panel where There's he a dope holds ass. up. Yeah. Cause he's growing up on what he, yeah, he's growing what he, up on what, what he he's do. good at. Yeah. yeah. What are your powers? He's, and he's rattling through all this stuff. It's like, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's like, would you have x-ray vision? No, can you, but you can see really far. Yeah. Okay. So he holds up a little card with the words written very tiny on it. Where it's yeah, like, did you rape is... and murder these people? And like, it shows public spirits face just being like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's a pretty, it's uh, a pretty sweet scene. There's some great, yeah, there's some great moments. Um, and so, and so basically that creates a, a bunch of rumors and a rift, um, between them and, you know, it starts making the news and such. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Lynn is outside protesting in a Celeste outfit. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's protesting like superheroes, the, the, the sexualization of them. That's right. Um, Yeah. Cause there's there's a bit they do a little bit to explain that because this this book is largely satirical so she's yeah what she's protesting is the way that the superhero women look because that's genetic engineering the fact that they have giant breasts that are bigger than their heads is they are right. engineered that way so it's like yeah. this weird meta comment on how comics were drawn exactly so. um, that is that is what she is she is like criticizing the way they're drawn it's very it's yeah. very interesting um and then she goes she leaves and uh sure enough the sleep man uh gets her mm-hmm. um and it becomes uh, and it becomes basically a revenge thing where martial law finds out that she was killed um by the sleep man and now it's personal um and so he fights Sleepman, but Sleepman gets away. He lets him live. Yeah, Sleepman beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, he does. It's and he lets ve- him it's live. It's very clear that Sleepman uh, has some pretty sweet powers. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it even it, yeah, plays even more into public spirit I'm thinking it's being Sleepman. Yeah. Um, but the, it's a big PR nightmare. for what, So what they do is they the commissioner... Uh, I liked his thing about how he has a superpower too. And it's he lying, lies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I loved. He does. He has. A, he gets a couple of bits throughout the this six issue run where it, the scenes are told from his point of view, and he's a really interesting character to read. He's great yeah. because he's kind of a scumbag, but also he needs to be. Is how he's because he's like, look, they have all these powers. Yeah, I can lie, yeah. and that's all I got. <laughs> like, also, I can lie to them. He's also drawn to look like James Woods. Yes, he which is, is extremely appropriate. Yes. 
Um, so he basically manipulates martial law. He says, listen, um, public spirit is we're we're also investigating him. Don't worry. We're going to look into it. But he in the meantime, he's going to donate to like the 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 charity of like these homeless superheroes. Yeah, it's called like the Midnight or something. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's a hospital specifically for mentally ill serps, mentally ill right. surplus heroes. And so he basically gets martial law to agree to shake hands in public and basically make it look like they're all right because he wants public spirit to give this money. Yeah. Um, and that's where it ends. Um, book that's where three book three ends. Yeah. Ends with martial law, basically just biting his tongue and being like, I'll catch you later. Yeah. Uh, basically. Uh, and he's, yeah, this is like, it's, it's the dark. It's almost like the third act moment. Um, but not really. Yeah. Not quite. It's like, no, it's more, it's more like the, f- it's more like the inciting incident. It feels it's more like, like I don't end, know. it's it, more like act one. Yeah. That's the end of act one. Yeah. So it's anyway. more like dark man just exploded in his lab. Yeah. Kind of moment. <laughs> and now he's launched out of the harbor. Yeah, exactly. Julie. So those are the comic books. It's available on Kindle. It's cheap. If you're interested, um, mm-hmm. if you want to follow along for these episodes, you know? Yeah. It's the print version is going to cost you. I don't think it's actually in print right now. So yeah. if you try to buy like a hard copy of it, it's going to cost you some money, but like I got it on comiXology. Um, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's readily available in digital uh, yeah. f- f- formats. I genuinely don't know what our listeners are going to, you know, are they going to be people who haven't read it? I don't and know. They're going to listen to us talk about it. Are they going to read along? Um, does no one care? I don't know. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I want to start with the fact that, yeah, I enjoyed reading this so far. Yeah. Um, um it's interesting. It, I was, it took me a while to get on board. Like that first issue is rough. Uh, just because it, it's like you said, it's yeah. kind of overwhelming. It's introducing a lot in a short time. It had like good I, ideas in it, but yeah, it was disjointed. I would even say. Yeah, and it be, the satire. It's not bad. It's just because I've read all of its contemporaries. Like I've read Dark Knight Returns. I've read Watchmen. Uh, you know, watching the boys. Uh, it, it, the boys is not contemporary to this book, but um, you guys get what I'm saying. Um, so it's not as like shocking and incisive as it might have been in 1987. So it felt a little edge lordy to me for a while, yep. and there's still some edge lord elements to it. But it's a lot as the books progress. You know, as you start to get into the actual story, it you it, it you I started to appreciate it more, and it, it, it's it's more clever. Uh, than it might initially appear. Although there are it some has, extremely dated elements. Here's what I'd say. It's schlock. It's, it, it, it is schlock. It's, that's, that's part of why I'm enjoying it because it's a tra- it feels like I'm reading, like enjoying like a trashy comic. Yeah. Um, a schlocky comic. And there's, it, there's like that element to it, which like I said, I haven't read comics in a while. So this is just like kind of a delight to sit and read this kind of schlocky comic. I will say there are like the bar. So basically my bar for it is very low to start. Um, I'm, there are elements in it that I do go, Oh, that's clever. Ooh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the sleep man, the look of the sleep man. I like some of the outfits are silly. I like, um, the world building, the, 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 the genetic engineering, the way that being a superhero in this is 
like a Cronenberg yeah, situation. It's, it's not, grotesque. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good element, I think. Um, I don't mind the... I like the general premise of the earthquake happening while the the good superheroes, the ones everybody love, are, you know, mm-hmm. are gone. There's, there's a lot of elements. The dated stuff... I mean, the character Lynn Evans, who is raped and murdered in the second... Um, the second comic, scene she's in that super bummed me out yeah because they've yeah. she i actually really liked her character in the first scene i thought oh i'm gonna really enjoy this relationship i'm gonna really enjoy her addition to it she's like got a lois lane thing to her and then they fridge her immediately it becomes and i was like that sucks it becomes more of a bummer because you start to get so, uh, as the as this limited series goes on we'll talk about in the next episode in more detail uh but yeah. you get some more flashbacks with her and he actually martial law starts reading her her thesis and it starts getting incorporated into the story and it's like she should have stuck the fuck around like that's absolutely because uh, her perspective um, that you get through the flashbacks and through the c- thesis is like the theme of the book pretty much here's the here's the other part is she humanizes it yeah. Um, weird comparison, but um, the Eon Flux cartoons, uh, it's all these dickheads in leather flipping around and shit. Yeah. They have a, f- but they have a few episodes where you meet like someone who just exists in the world, mm-hmm. like a college student who helps Eon Flux in one episode. There's a few here and there, and those are always the my favorite characters because I get to see someone living in the world. You need those um, characters and just. Yeah, and just existing. Um, otherwise, it's like playing the Batman games, which are great, but I always love playing those games and realizing every citizen of Gotham in this game is up to something. Like, there are no civilians in those games. You know what I mean? No, there are, but um, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, in cutscenes, but you know when you like r- run around and stuff, it's just crowds of thugs everywhere. Like, you can't actually see a citizen of Gotham. Well, you're flapping around as Batman, can yeah. you? No, I, I actually I don't remember. Um, I'm maybe, it, com- it I'm just, maybe conflating it with the Spider-Man game. Yeah, the Spider-Man games have people on the people, street you, and like, they wave people, to you. Yeah. <laughs> Batman doesn't have that, and it's very funny to me because it just seems like the city is just criminals yeah. and Batman. Uh, and so, like, I well, guess they, that's they, what they, I'm they, they come at up with a reason in both the games that the cities are evacuated. So it's like right, right. But and really, they just don't want you to get to beat up people as Batman. Like, yeah, they, like, don't, they yeah. didn't want to deal with that factor. Um, the point is, is that this f- has that vibe mm-hmm. where it's like, man, does anybody live here? You know, like, why would anybody even be in this city? And so, like, having those people, um, which they show a little bit of other people, but like that really does help. Um, the and other, yeah, they just they sort of got rid of her immediately. Uh, yeah, and that bums me out. It's it it's extra a bummer because not only does she humanize the story, she humanizes Joe Martial Law because yeah, he's a boring character. He like, is. I, that's that my biggest strike against this book outside of its uh, blazing 1987 misogyny. Because uh, right. every every woman is hypersexual, even though it's like commenting on hy- on the hypersexuality, it's still doing it. Yeah, uh, if they can show you, a nipple, a you lady's see, nipple, they you will. You see every single female character's boobs. Yeah. Every single one. 
uh, and it's and it's the whole premise is built around sexual violence. It's like, come on, guys. Right like, again, the sexual violence other... element didn't really need to be in that not, either. Not no, you could have written a reason another reason for i mean i like the idea that superheroes are sexually incompatible with regular humans that's uh yeah that's a, a pretty rich uh idea to draw story uh, elements and themes from but i didn't need that to exist so that there could be a piece of evidence linking public it's spirit from, to the crime yeah. because it's a rape from, I mean, it's like too much the I'm, t- rule I, for I'm me. tired of reading comics about rape basically right the rule for me, um, when it comes to anything like rape or or racism or anything that's a quote unquote like triggering thing, an idea that a person can read it and maybe it upsets them because of where they are in life, um, and I mean this in movies and books and TV. For me, the 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 rule is you have to be really good. Mm-hmm. You have to have a reason to do it mm-hmm. that's really really. Um, good and really well done it's part of what made game of thrones get really old for me later when it was like come on guys like yeah like you're just writing this shit in here now um and so when it's just put in as like a flavor to make it grittier i'm like fuck you like have you have to you ha- it has to matter mm-hmm. um in a way other, in a way that makes sense to the plot or that is an observation otherwise it's just like you're just being upsetting yeah um yeah that's yeah and and so like this is one where i looked at it and i'm like i don't really need it i didn't need and it's the same with um uh uh, lynn dying is like he's already hunting the sleep man like so her dying didn't make it oh he's gonna hunt him more i guess we'll talk about it we'll talk about it in the next episode but like the ultimate reveal it's like it's super was unnecessary yeah it feels unnecessary already yeah and like, like, oh, just have the sleep man start attacking her and then he fights him off and then they fight, you know, you just, you don't have to kill that character. And again, it, it's not even about, obviously it is about the, the concept of using women's death to motivate the main character and how that's been done a bunch of times. But for me, it was more of a structural thing where it's like, you kind of just need that character yeah. to ground us and to make, yeah. And to make this main character likable. He's, it's not even that he's not likable or not he's just boring he's a nothing character it's like right I, it's just like the word is kit i hate heroes but i also hate myself because i am a hero it's like i got right. it i got it like there's an right. interesting idea there about how every every superhero in this universe is self-loathing and that's in, that's interesting to me that is interesting oh yeah yeah um, but like a lot of a lot of good stuff in this. Yeah, but Joe himself is just such a blah. Like I don't. Yeah, he's just like when he took off his mask and revealed his fucking the caucasity, like the the, uh, <laughs> the anonymous caucasity of his face. And it's like I don't. So just another fucking brown haired white dude. Okay, and like he just doesn't. I don't know. He's such a flat character for me. I mean, this is he's this the was least the interesting 80s. character in the story. <laughs> And he's yeah. the main character. <laughs> yeah. It was made in the yeah. 80s. And it, this is what something like The Boys is going to have over this. Even though this is more like this originated the stuff. It's just that later things are going to know how to do the commentary right. Um, this is still... It's like when you watch old TNG episodes or old uh, original series. And they have like progressive episodes that are still not... <laughs> 
because they were made so long ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's that where it's like, you know, this is a head, a head in some ways, but it's still kind of stuck. At yeah. It's still something a w- written in the eighties dated in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and you know, of course it is. It's just, it's, it's, it's also very glaring to me that, and this may be a British thing. I don't know. It may be like a, something related to their publishing laws or restrictions in, in the UK, but like they don't, curse like they make up a fake future word for fucking they say flarging i think or flagging oh yeah uh, that's weird but they'll, they'll just they'll show us all this like this fucking grotesque uh violence and and mutilated nude women's bodies <laughs> and yeah. any chance they get but heaven forbid they say fucking they gotta say flarging it's like what the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. this um maybe that's just british maybe that's just i don't know british i mean i mean talking. we do it too america does it too mm-hmm yeah. Um. Um. So I don't know if we want to go into overall thoughts so far, because um, we got to do we got to start casting some characters. That's too. true. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. was the one condition from uh, Mind Freak is that we need to cast um, the characters as we go, um, which of course will probably change, or we'll we'll keep casting as we find new people or something like that. I don't know yeah. how we'll. Um. Yeah, overall thoughts. I mean, now that I've late leveled out my critiques, I enjoyed this. Like, I'm, 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 I'm digging this, this, the overall story. I'm, in, I'm enjoying. It's not mm-hmm. like I said. It has its, it has some pretty glaring problems. Um, but yeah, uh, not all of them are just dated. Some of them are just like you could have done better. Yeah, you could have done this better. Uh, but it's got <laughs> enough interesting ideas. It's an interesting world. Um, mm-hmm. It was a. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm, I've, yeah I, I enjoyed this comic. It was it was it's, it's interesting to find something that I had just never heard of uh, in the, in this genre, which I thought yeah. I was pretty familiar with most of the major uh, books in this in this specific genre of comics, like the, the dystopian deconstructionist superhero myth comics of the eighties. Oh, yeah. Tom, without looking it up, uh, can you guess two of the crossovers? With martial law and other comics and characters? No. One was Clive Barker's Pinhead. Sure. Okay. okay. The, <laughs> yeah. And the other was The Mask. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. They, sure. Those both make sense. And they get picked up by Dark Horse or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's fucking weird. Um, yeah. I... Uh, Again, I, I like it as schlock. I'm I'm very low bar with this one, mm-hmm. um, just because I haven't read a comic in a while. I like the art. I like the world um, that it's in. It's it's there's something about it that's very comforting to me. Um, and so yeah, so far it's uh, yeah I'm aware of how incredibly problematic a lot of it is, but I'm enjoying it nonetheless. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's where I stand on it. We'll see how it goes, you know. Yeah, um, and it's like you can I'm, almost I'm see like still I was pissed about Lynn. But yeah. Well, like because reading... the, it's one of those things where yes, if you're going to kill off a character, you want to make people like the character. But the problem with me is it's like it's the principle of it more than anything. Yeah. Um, and also, she is the only character that seemed like a human fucking being. So. I believe that she might be the only character that is a human being. Yeah. I think. 
Yeah. Oh no, wait, he's got his friend Danny and the shopkeeper and but mm-hmm. I think that's it. Uh yeah, I was going to say even reading it like um I saw myself like thinking of what the series adaptation could do differently like uh, we keep mentioning the boys. The boys very famously uh, changes a lot of details from the comic series because the comic series is problematic as shit. Right. Um, so the the series does a, the Amazon show does a real good job of like updating and being more thoughtful and just it's just better. Like it's it's much better written. Yeah. Um. But like I this comic. I think as like like I said, it's, I'm I'm in, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. It's got a lot of cool ideas in it. Yeah, digging it. Um, for the most part, let's cast our main. Group. It could fucking Chris Pratt. I don't care. It could be anyone. <laughs> like, As martial law, he's so boring. Like it could be right. anyone. So well, how would you make him cool? Let's let's play some. Let's have some fun here. Okay. Does it have to be any era? Can it be actors from any era? That I don't know. I assume yes, or else what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. I would assume Rob- it have to be like contemporary people. Wait, it has to be, or not contemporary now? I th- I don't know. I, I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. Can it be any era, or can we? And ca- or can we? Uh, give me both. Give me both. Fuck it. There's no rules. Okay, I would say Robert Mitchum for martial law. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's sure. got the he's got the Mitchum vibes. That's how you make him interesting. That's how you make him interesting. Um, that's the only way you got to make martial law interesting. Mm-hmm. Like. Think. Imagine you're casting it to make the character interesting. Yeah. Um, what do you do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I would do Linda Hamilton for Lynn. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, I I don't know, man. She's in it for. Uh, she'd be in it for like fifteen fucking minutes. Um. Uh, who are the other characters? The public spirit. You got the public spirit. Yeah. Who would play the public spirit? Fuck. Now I got to think about this for a second. Do you have any ideas here? I don't know. I want to hear both of your uh, anytime and also modern picks because we can't just be naming like people like fucking Robert Mitchum. <laughs> but people, we can. People who have been dead for like 40 fucking years. All right. Um, fuck. I'm thinking muscly. He's got white hair, but he's not. he's not an old guy, right? He's old. Uh, he's gonna be probably. Oh, he is old. Forty. Forty. White hair. He doesn't muscular. need to be muscling. Is muscle is whatever. Like anybody can get muscly. All right, Tommy Lee Jones. It is okay. <laughs> I don't know how seriously you're taking this. I'm not taking that that seriously. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, man. All right. Uh, let's. We're casting. Yeah. So how seriously Tom. should I take it? <laughs> as seriously as you can look honestly if i had robert mitchum young robert mitchum i would throw him in there but okay so today i we need okay we need someone who's charismatic who can make that role work because it's they're so boring otherwise um it's so it's so easy to say carl urban you know like yeah so i was i was gonna go somebody a little bit more so obvious like Lakeith Stanfield or something like somebody who does like interesting things. Fuck Lakeith would be really good. Yeah. But yeah. Cause He's yeah. Yeah. Your instinct would just be to be like Carl Urban, <laughs> but it's yeah. like, well, he already played judge dread. Like so Lakeith. 
yeah, let's go with that then. Let's let's say Lakeith. I know that'll be a, a way to make this character something. I don't know. They're so. You could literally put anybody. Yeah, that's the like, thing. That's, you it's could one put of the anyone things. You could put Robert Downey Jr. in there. If you anybody wanted to, who's sure. Like, anybody who's charismatic. Just get somebody. Fucking somebody who can make it charismatic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All right, so the sleep man, I feel like we can't, because he's obviously one of the characters, mm-hmm. I assume. Um so I feel like I don't want to cast him. Yeah, yet we can. We can. We know more. We can keep Sleepman off the table. I think for now. I don't think we have to cast everybody in this episode. We can. We can cast him as we go. Um, yeah. So let's hit martial law, Lynn, and public spirit. Yeah. Since those are the main ones. Public spirit. He's got Stephen Lang energy. Stephen um, Lang. Ah, yeah. Stephen Lang would be good. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody who has a wholesome image. A wholesome mm. image that could play Greg, a, a little bit sinister. Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. <laughs> Captain Amazing I mean, from Mystery Men. <laughs> yeah, Greg Kinnear could uh, a few years. He's a little too old. A little I too old, say. yeah. Um, see, I would, I would focus on the white supremacy stuff as well. So I would keep the character white because that is of the very, meaning that is very of the important to the theme of this of the world because the world yeah. is very judeo-christian white supremacist like it's built exactly. on, it's built around the idea of eugenics exactly it's one of those times where it's like yeah you want a white public, for this public because spirit that's the point be, public spirit should absolutely be white yeah yeah um uh, uh um uh fuck See, I, w- I would say if I was casting a bunch of, I'd do Paul Newman. Um, I mean, this is know, the this is the character. Dead. This is the character where you want to make him Chris Pratt. Chris, like, yeah, you're right. That that would would be, be, oh fuck, that would be that where would, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt would, would be work. perfect for yeah. this. <laughs> Holy shit, Chris Pratt or any of the Chris's, uh, Chris Evans, um, yeah, Chris Pine, any of the Chris's. That's um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That no, that's where you do stunt casting. It's like putting the rock at the beginning of the other guys, where it's like you you're putting him in specifically because like he is the the generic white superhero guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say any of those. Yeah, let's stick with that. Yeah, let's stick. I, with I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I don't want to get too because spo- I've read the whole the, this whole initial series. So I don't want to get too spoilery in there, but yeah. All, all I will say is it need it needs to be uh, a white dude with a wholesome image that is a little bit of a sinister bent to him. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Pratt, he's a great villain when he wants when he plays one. So like, yeah, uh, yeah, any any of those, any of the Chris's. Hot yeah, damn, nailed it. We did it. I should be in casting. What about Lynn? What do we do? What about Lynn? Linda Hamilton. Sure. Um, okay. Today, Lynn. Sixty-two-year-old. Here's what Linda sucks Hamilton. about Lynn, is like, she's gonna be dead immediately. So I wouldn't. I would. I would cast like someone who's just, like, willing to be dead immediately. That's true. So probably yeah, not a famous person. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I legitimately um, don't know. It's. What do we? Because hmm. yeah. like, I, I would want to cast it and rewrite the part. <laughs> so, sort of what they do with uh, 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 a butcher's wife in the boys. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, in in the comic book, butcher's wife is very much dead. 
uh, and we never see her. She's just dead from the beginning. Um, but they actually shifted that around and really? made, made her into a character. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Or that's... like, um, in the walking dead, this is not the same example, but like in the walking dead comic, Shane dies immediately, but in the show, they keep him alive for a while because that's a more interesting storyline. He actually gets built up as like a, a villain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in my yeah. mind, if we cast this, the role would be altered to keep Lynn around. Okay, to keep Lynn at around. least at least for longer, if not if if not just not killed off. Period. Right, and so she's playing like um, an outspoken human, but like probably someone who's like sort of um, like I almost want to go for like Natasha Leone. Yeah. Like someone who's got like a fucking attitude towards them. Yeah. Um, who has to live in this really um This like shit this bullshit. Yeah, world. this shitty this fucking, fucking circus ass world. world. <laughs> With all these yeah. muscly assholes zooming around looking like Rob Lee yeah. drawings. Yeah, someone who can kind of take them down a notch, you know? Yeah. Uh or a peg rather. Like I yeah, that's that's who I'm going with. Sure. Um, I'm good with that. Okay. Well, we did it. We yeah, we've done that. We've we've we well three parts. We'll get we'll get to some of the others. Like uh, I we got five episodes. We might as well stretch that out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got some of the side people here: Hitler Hernandez, Hitler and Hernandez. So on. Yeah, maybe. But like some of the um, other, like Kiliton, Danny, Kiliton, Mrs. Um, Mrs. Mallon, the shopkeep. Uh, Are any of them CGI? Because Kiliton is gigantic. Kiliton would um, probably be CGI, so you'd have to have a cool could, voice. Yeah, I would say um, right away, uh, John Goodman. Sure, yeah, yeah. Make yeah, it, yeah. Like it. CGI, uh, CGI Kiloton, John Goodman. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and yeah, McGland. We'll do the others. McGland, the, uh, pol- the, the police chief, who is, oh, yeah. well, who is drawn to look like James Woods. <laughs> like, I don't want to give James Woods that much work, but come on. It's That's a James it's Woods, a James if he'll Woods do it. character. Like it's yeah. If if he'll yeah. do it, then you yeah. Know. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you know. He'll I don't know. Tell he'll rant everybody on set about the libs, but you know, like he he'll do it. He'd do a great job. He'd do a great job. Yeah, he'll play that scumbag like the scumbag he is. Exactly. Um, should we be writing these down? Somebody write them down. I'm not gonna write it down. I'll write them down. I made a list. Okay. Good. Um. Yeah, I think that's a sewed. I think that's a sewed. I think we've done it. I hope this was interesting for people. I know it, it can be a little... A, I imagine a, this... Uh, here's what I'd say. I think this is interesting to anybody who's actually read Martial Law. I think if you haven't read Martial Law, I, I don't know what you're doing here, but I yeah. hope you. I hope there's something interesting about it. I know people who listen to that we just watched uh, who haven't watched the movie. And for me, fair. I'm like... Personally, I'd be like, well, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But some people like that sort of stuff. That's their kink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're these weird perverts who like that. So I imagine it's no different than watching or listening to or we just watched for a movie you haven't seen. Um, we spent a lot of this explaining it. Mm-hmm. And I think we will keep doing that. Because even if you've read martial law, probably not for a while, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm always willing to be wrong about yeah. everything. Yeah, that's 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 a good stance to take. Where do you think that kid landed? I guess Santa Monica, probably. Probably near Santa Monica. Yeah, near. Yeah, in the ballpark. In the ballpark of Santa Monica. It wasn't exact. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is the type of world where you could be walking down the street and a child would slam into the ground uh, after flying not <laughs> not vertically down, like like hor- like diagonally into the ground, and that would just be a thing that you know could happen. That's just like that's you know. Did was this you could get hit by a child? Was this? I can't remember if it happened. This is a minor spoiler, Dave, but I can't remember if it happens in this issue or not. Is this the issue no. where Sleep Man grabs a kid and throws him through a wall? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At the hero drone. Yeah. yeah. The hero. Yeah. Like yeah he yeah, throws yeah. him through a cardboard wall, and the kid's like, "Wee! Yeah. I'm flying!" And then he smashes into a real wall. Yeah. A lot of dead kids in this. There's a that's lot of great. dead kids in this. You know. You know. We love them, dead kids. Yeah. That's our big thing. Um, listen, Mind Freak 555, thank you so much. Um, we've, we have never done a comic book thing before. And Mm -mm. so this has been, I don't know. I found this really interesting. It's also a really good change of pace from, you know, having to watch a movie. Uh, like I could just sit and read this as my, sometimes I want to just read things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If people are interested, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, there's some exclusive podcasts on there for just $5 a month. You can listen to Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Motors a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys, our brand new Spielboys. Um, for a little extra, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. And then we have tiers that you can uh, commission your own uh, podcasts. So there's a lot there. There's yeah. a lot going on there. Check it out. You could make us read some wild ass shit. Yeah, make us read the Bible. Please don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Bible. Nah, nah, I don't really want to do that. Uh, yeah. We also have a store. Head over to GameFanEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store, uh, which has all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so check that out. Check it out. You You'll mooks. love it. Yeah. You mooks. That's the song. You jamokes. You jamokes. All right. Uh, Bye. Bye.